What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and replace stand culture with the protocol of the Human Resources Department. Join me five days a week as I dissect your favorite shows while getting to know my favorite content creators and personalities through their connections to reality TV. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They're a cast member of On The Way Up Atlanta as well as a model, actress, and recording artist. And I cannot wait to get to know her better. By the way, it's her birthday, so get ready for me to holla. Ladies, (laughs) gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, Join me in welcoming to, to the show, Nebraska DP. Happy birthday, girl! Oh, period. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we outside. It's your birthday. We outside. It's my birthday. We down here in Atlanta. We're going to turn it up. That's what's up. How are you feeling? It is 2023 officially. It's your birthday. We out here. You outside. How are you doing? I am good. I am good. I'm living. I am chasing everything. I am having fun. Today is a really big day. Not only is it my birthday, but we got some major things happening today, and I am excited for it. Tell us how you celebrate. Ah, we're going to start off with a nice little modeling and music video today. Mm, congratulations. Yes, yes, yes. And as soon as I'm done with that, um, I'm going to the watch party slash premiere for um, Queen Size Love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and I'm also be performing at that party. We're going to be, I'm performing in front of major, major people. MTV, yes. VH1, WeTV. Like, it's going to be really good. Today's going to be a great day. And then even then, it's Sunday. Atlanta ain't going to be sweet. We're going to be turning up a show. Booked and blessed on your birthday. I am so yes. happy for you. That is awesome. That is awesome. So now, introduce my audience to you. Tell me and the listeners, who is Nebraska DP? Nebraska DP is a girl that was once closed in that just said, fuck it, and opened up. And she's living her life, doing everything she ever wanted to do. With the grace of God, because ain't nothing possible without him. Hello, Amen. She she is very happy. She loves to have fun, goofy. That's her hard body, so don't take her kindness for weakness, because she will still stomp a hoe. She needs. To. <laughs> <laughs> 
I absolutely love that. Now tell me, when did you fall in love with reality TV? You know what, actually, reality, I've always loved reality. It started from Bad Girls Club, you got Favorite Love, you got Autumn Bradley, Shout Back to Day. Of course, when we was kids, oh my God, I want to do it, I want to do that. But as I grew, music is what I really wanted to do. It wasn't until I started coming down here, uh, acting, doing acting gigs, and I met the producer of On The Way Up Atlanta. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. And it's been doing great. I love it. Absolutely. How do you think you would have done on the shows you were watching growing up? How do you think you would have done on a Bad Girls Club if you didn't discover music? I think they would not have liked me. They wouldn't have liked me. And let me tell you, let me tell you why I say that. Everyone, everyone loves me. My vibe, my aura is is a one. Like people really gravitate to me. They they don't have no bad vibe, nothing bad to say about me. But the thing is, I'm also nonchalant. And you seen how they were on Bad Girls Club. I'm girl extra fuck. I I would have been like Jennifer. I was season seven, I believe. She was a really yeah. skinny girl with the black hair. Jennifer, I would have been just like her, like. They didn't like she had problems in the house because the way she was like they hated that she didn't speak up sometimes like like they don't make sense like y'all mad because she's minding home damn business and she not dealing with right. y'all bullshit y'all mad she not in your business thank oh. you got it but yeah that's that is but I, funny. I, I would love to do more reality shows like that so I got do you think that was <laughs> do you think that was one of those girls on on those shows that made you feel represented enough to make you want to do reality TV? Tanisha. Mm. Tanisha. Bingo. And for, for various reasons. One, she's herself. She's, she put her feet down. Um, she, she's a BBW. She made... Hello. She helped other BBWs feel good to pop out and still look good in like, look, I can do the same shit, bitch. Like, I can do the same thing as y'all. And look how successful she she became. Her aura, her vibe, like, her personality, period. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she was loud. But she made her mark, she made her territory, and she really pretty much took Bad Girls Club over. Yeah. One season, the earliest season, too. She was in what, season two? Season two. And came back and hosted the reunion, hosted this, hosted that. Like she collected all the checks. Bag. She she got that bag, and I love it. I absolutely love her. Now, when did you discover music? When did that come into play for you? Well, a lot of people don't know is <laughs> I actually used to be in a choir in school. I was in a choir. Okay, choir. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like. Growing up, I'm singing, I'm dancing. Me, and my me, and my favorite cousin, we be making up dances or doing a choreography and stuff like that. Write music, but the older I got, like I don't want to sing. I like I, I want to rap. That's only so I, I started rapping. Okay. And I've been so ever since. So who's your top five female rappers? Missy Elliott for one. That's my favorite favorite artist, Rap favorite Jesus. producer. I love Missy Elliott. Um, 
Nicki Minaj. I grew up with Nicki Minaj. You got a little Kim. You gotta add Megan Thee Stallion in there. I love Megan. Um, Yay. That's, that's it right there. They're my top. Right. Now you got other you got other female artists out there that definitely deserve some recognition too, because they hot in the industry. You got Glorilla, Cardi, uh, Amaretta, um, Light Skin Keisha. Like I, I love all of y'all. I love all of y'all. But you got, I got to go with my ladies. Love that feel. Now, what do you feel about the state of female rap right now? Like, where do you feel that female rap is in 2023? It's a new year. What do you want to see from female rappers? I want them to continue keeping niggas on their toes. Female rap is so dominating right now. Because one thing about the rap career, it was mostly men. It was mostly men. And it still is. Men, mm-hmm. For some reason, men have it easier getting through the door. I, I don't know why it's like that, but it is. It's so Patriarchy. many. Women, we have, to, we have to demand respect. We have to let it be known. Like, hey, this is what the fuck I'm on. This is what I'm trying to do. So I want women in this industry today and in the future to continue growing that so we can be the dominant ones. Women are being themselves. Women are not scared to say what the hell they want to say. Say that shit, bitch. Yes, say that. Talk your shit. Word. I'm, I'm with it. Continue to be lyrical. Continue to be authentic. I, I love all of it. Keep going. Nice. Do you remember your first 16? My first 16 was uh, Save Me. I did like a meet mm-hmm. meal remix to it do you still remember it I still remember it <laughs> that song was like <laughs> that was a minute ago <laughs> okay fair hey, enough I'm gonna enough, play that enough. shit uh oh damn on my phone I'm in a fucking car hold on oh, we're gonna make this shit hold on we're gonna make this shit work you can't gonna tell me this shit ain't gonna motherfucking work Stop playing with me. <laughs> but as soon as I hit. I think I found it. Look, I'm making it. Yay! I fell in love with these niggas where they at now. I can ask for my kiss. I went to running wild. Had to drop a couple of bitches. They were moving foul. Ten bands on my mama put it in the ground. Somebody save me. Save me. Trying to pay and all this prank gonna drive me crazy. I was sweating, switching sides on the daily. Death been on my mind a little lately. This what I wanted. I'ma own it. Everything I ever said, I couldn't own it. Got my clothes up in the pen, he say 100. Pepe, he remained the same, don't change your bonus. Fell in love with these niggas, where they at now? Started fucking as a youngin', went to run a wild. Had to drive them, forgive me, had to make a proud. And them crazy up from school, they see your fucking smile. Somebody save me. Save me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Come on, 560. 
to pain song. Like, I don't know what made me gravitate to a pain song, but shit, I was like, shit, I'm ang- I'm, I was going through some. I just lost my mom, so shit, I was like, let me write, let me write it down. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell people how I feel. My condolences. That was dope. It's okay, it's okay. Thank you, thank you. Um, a lot of people ask me, uh, wonder where Doll Pound even come from. That's where Doll Pound comes from. It's my mom. That was a motorcycle biker club name slash street name. Everybody knew her as DP. So when she died, like, I took it over. You better carry on the legacy. Word. And is. And is. Tell me what your writing process is like. Um... What I do, I, I've, I've heard people do this too, but what I do is I'll have a beat. Whatever, whatever, it could come to my head, the flow and the lyrics, so I just quickly write it down. And I just, I start a song just like that, take a good 16 to 32 and take it to the studio, then get the beat made. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. my, I do that constantly. I'm always on go, I'm always in the car, always just chilling up, you know, so I get to writing like that. Now I can't. Well, I have I have plenty of songs where, like, I have a beat, then I write to it. But mm-hmm. it's just easier for me to do it this way. I know some people, um, they had a notebook, and a pen, or whatever. This to listen to the same beat over and over and over again. Um, you got people that freestyle, they punch in. Everybody's everybody does their, every, their writing process is different, and it works for them. And this is what works mm-hmm. for me. Nice. What's the realest thing you've ever written? The realest thing I've ever written. Mm. I'm gonna say save me or I wanna say toxic. 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 Ooh, yeah. Toxic is something I just wrote. Okay, so toxic basically about me. The dude, my dude, like, he don't like my ways. But one thing about me is like I'm single and I I'm I'm a little selfish. I, I can admit I, I think all I care about is me. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if I, all I care about is me. Like dude, like any dude, like you be extra. Like like he don't he don't he don't like my toxic ways. Like like I'm. Is it you gonna stay? Or you gonna go? You gonna tolerate how I move or? You know, don't get me wrong, love gonna be out there, love is out there, love is for somebody, love is, you know, maybe for me one day. But right now my mind saying that I'm too focused on all this shit. So okay. that's basically the topic about uh basically I treat niggas how I really want to. Um, this is how this is how I am and it is what it is. And that will be dropping soon. I cannot wait. Do you remember the moment that music came? You're breaking up on me a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Do you remember the moment that music became your career? Um, my first debut because even before my first debut, I was already writing, I was already recording, I was just, you know, going to the studio when I felt like it and stuff like that. Like, I, I didn't take it as serious. But when my first debut came out and it was a feature with another uh, artist from Arkansas, Mookie Moody. And we reached past 10K views on that one song in just a few days. I was like, 
whoa. Nice. Whoa. Um, even before my debut, I was also um, modeling and acting. I done been to Atlanta. I done been to a few um, films. And it's like, after my debut happened, it's like, okay, I can really... I can really like this is this is it like this is it this is my this is this is obviously my calling like this is what I'm gonna do like there's no just playing with it seeing how it goes no you gotta get down and get this shit done be consistent and I've been consistent since I love that can you describe the moment that you feel you'll have made it as an artist when I get the chance to work with Missy Elliott I don't care how far yeah. I go. I don't I don't care how far I go, but until I get to the point where I can merge with Missy Elliott, I knew I made it. Okay, Missy people, Jessica Bed, Shariah. Y'all better make some moves happen. I know y'all out here listening. Y'all that they fuck with me in my head. <laughs> I think they do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the best moment on your journey in music so far? I think today. To, to, today. But for music-wise, even with acting, like, to, oh my God. Like, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm performing in front of some big people today. That's like, so amazing. I've worked hard for stuff like this. Absolutely. We're gonna speak. We're gonna speak the tongue. We're gonna speak stuff into existence. That today Absolutely. is a, is gonna be an amazing day, and God gonna bless me. But even if it was to happen, to perform in front of MTV, VH1. Come on now, come on now. I'm just a small town girl from Arkansas. Arkansas. Big for me, like, and it's my birthday too. Like, this is this is it. <laughs> yes. Like, if it if it wasn't for me constantly getting up, getting up, breaking my ass off, coming to Atlanta, working, like, I wouldn't even got this far. And what's so crazy is, I've done everything by myself in just a short period of time. People, a lot of people got five, ten years on me. I only got this is I'm going on my third year. That is incredible. That is insane. But you know what they say, like, when it's for you, it's for you. And when it's your time, it's your time. And who's to tell you when it's your, like, when your clock is supposed to happen just because it runs faster than others? Thank you. Thank you. God, what, ha- what God has for you is what God has for you. Good. Let's jump back and see yeah. That got you into that movement, and you know how did the crossover happen from acting into music? Um, it came first. Mm. Music came first. Um, what what made me officially be like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go chase my dreams, do do what makes me happy, is when my mom had passed. It was a little bit before she passed. She, I had sung her a song, like, and she was like, "You need to go on American Idol." I was like, well, "I don't go American Idol. I ain't gonna do all that. I ain't gonna do that." But uh, she really supported me doing music. 
so when she passed, I was like, okay, and I won't call myself Valentine. I was like, well, I want to write. I don't. I don't. I can't. It wasn't until a year later that my first debut came out. I've been acting mm. since January of. Uh, I've been acting since January of twenty twenty one. My first gig was a Lifetime movie with Carrie Hilson. Tank was there. Word. Yeah, like it, it was nice. It was nice. Very a great experience. Um, wasn't what I expected, but definitely a great experience. And I just, I just been coming back ever since. Every day. Nice. How do you compare being on set to being in the studio? I feel like in the studio it's like you gotta you gotta be on your P's and Q's cause you're trying to deliver something it, well, everything you're delivering as well but with music it's like you have two three minutes to deliver something you need two three minutes worth of delivering something as far as acting all you need to be yourself like you be yourself it's, it's, it's fun. Acting, they're able to take their time. In studio, you may be there for six hours, maybe. Mm. You've been there a little longer. There's some time, but you'll be in there for six hours. Like most people only in there for about two, three hours. Right. Whereas for acting, it literally takes all day. You have time to get that shit right. <laughs> and you get to be that. yourself on top of it. And you, with acting, you are you're selecting gigs or um, getting paid for gigs that interest you. Mm-hmm. This is what interests me, so I want to go do that. I want to go partake and portray that. Right. With music, it's like you have to deliver what everybody else likes. This is your sound, but they want to keep hearing it. So you got to deliver that. You got to be on point. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying you can hear me, but yeah. Yeah, you can. But no, um, that makes perfect sense. I think, you know, I've never been an actor. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my biggest fears. I don't know if I can, you know, be other people. I'm just, you know, way too focused on being myself. So, you know, that scares me a little bit. But <laughs> in the studio, it's it's the only other place I've ever felt safe besides being on stage. So I totally get where you're coming from. And oh my God, and being on stage, being on stage and everybody's just watching you, like it's an amazing, like don't get me wrong, it's nerve wracking, but the moment you start, it's like freedom, freedom. You know what, that's the craziest thing. That's how I knew I was meant to be on stage. I've never been nervous to go on stage. I've been nervous to do everything else. I've been nervous to speak publicly. I've been nervous to, you know, go in the studio. I've been nervous to go into a writing session. I've been nervous to go into a dance studio. I've never been nervous to go on stage, ever. It's fun, isn't it? That's all. It's really it is fun. Everything. It is home. It's like, it's, it's everything. It is truly everything. So, being the fashion you, recording you? You got all light, all eyes, all flash. It's, it's go time. And speaking of, you have a big performance coming up tonight. How do you get ready to go on stage? I'm the one who's going to pray about it first. 
I'm saying I'm praying. But um Hello. even then it's like <laughs> it's like even then it's like um right before I go, it's like that's all I'm focused on. Nothing else matters right now. So I'm finna get I'm finna go out here and I'm finna kill it. I'm gonna be myself. I'm gonna make everybody smile. I'm gonna make I'm turning I'm turning everybody up. I'm in right with the, the crowd. Like I'm gonna just do the shit. Absolutely. You, you gotta do the shit and it feels so good and it's so fun. So like this that's how I that's how I give it. I don't I don't I don't sweat it. I don't worry. I already mm. prayed and gave it to God. God is gonna He'll take care of it. I have look, and I haven't had one bad performance yet, but I I'm just it's natural for me. I absolutely love that. Do you have a dream role that you want to do as an actress one day? Um, not a dream role per se, but I would love to do scary movies. I would love to do um, drama movies. Um, let's say, um, I would just watch an upset with Beyonce, her husband in it, and her husband, um, Ildred Elber. Mm-hmm. Movie, movies like that um, I would love to do TV series like BMF uh, Power Hell Grey's Anatomy <laughs> I don't have a set role it's just what I, I want to be able to show Word. you that I can do multiple roles nice I love that now let's jump into your reality TV experience what was the moment that made you decide to go out for On the Way Up Atlanta? And what was the casting process like for you? I was actually on set for P-Valley when I was talking to... <laughs> you better work. Come on, P-Valley. <laughs> yes, that was amazing. That was amazing. Um, I was on set on P-Valley and I was actually talking to somebody else, another, another extra. And we was all just networking. And he was like behind me so he could hear me. He said, oh, you say you from Arkansas? And it, it went from there. Um, as far as casting process, he, I delivered. He, 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 he looked me up. He saw what I was doing. He, he, he seen an opportunity for himself, too. So we, we, we went with it. Um, only thing is, I live there, and I, don't, um, I have to come to Atlanta to travel. I mean, to uh, work. Mm-hmm. So you currently live in Arkansas, and you just come no. to Atlanta to film? Um, at the time of uh, filming the reality show, I live in Arkansas, but no, I live in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, okay, Memphis. Hey. Mm-hmm, I'm period. Uh, there's, there's a lot of girls busting out of Memphis right now. Shout out to y'all. It is. Word. What story did you sign on to tell when you made the decision to join the show? And what did you want the audience to see? But no, um, but no, um, we we were just saying like, what was the story that you signed on to tell when you came on to do the show, and what did you want us as the audience to receive from you? I just want everybody to see the real me. I don't, I don't want people 
thinking I'm doing anything for cameras or anything like that. Like, this is the real me. I'm a genuine, nice-ass, cool-ass girl that just out here working, taking care of her kids, trying to grind and, and make something herself and make her family proud, make my kids proud. Like, this is what you're going to see. You're not going to you're not going to see anything a whole bunch of extra. Like, you just not. Nice. Now, we talked about the differences of you being on set versus in the studio. Talk to me about the differences or the similarities of you being on set for acting versus you being on set for reality. As far as acting, it's like I have roles to play. I have lines to, to recite. So I have to sit there and not only focus, but make sure I, even if it's, even if I have to improvise, it does happen sometimes. It's like I have to be in character. As what reality, I get to be myself 100%. This is me. There is no re- rehearsing that. I don't have to rehearse lines. I don't have to right. be focused and be in, in character. This is this is me. This is my character. So it's it's much easier, mm-hmm. I have to say. Nice. That makes that, well, that makes perfect sense. Um, what do you take away from the reception of the audience now that the show has been airing? Um, so far, I've been hearing positive things. People love me. Apparently, I'm an underdog. Uh, I may be a fan favorite. Um. I officially came out. I was I was in episode one, but I officially came out episode three. So this episode three is where you finally see my story and where I'm coming from and what motivates me. Um, and that alone had people like, oh, like I really love her. I'm really interested in seeing where this going. Nice. Have fans told you that you kind of look like a mix of Monica and like Carisha? <laughs> no, <laughs> I said that. I... <laughs> I've been staring at you this entire time, and I'm like, there have been moments where, like, you really kind of look like Carisha's cousin, and then there's been moments where you look like, no, nah, you look like Monica's cousin. Mm-hmm. Maybe they related. I don't know. They might be, but you beat or whatever. You might be their cousin. We might need to get your ancestry going. Uh. I need to figure it out, cause <laughs> Call me, cousin. What's up? Now, where you at? Okay, pull up, cuz. Oh, shout out to your cousins, Monica and Carisha. Confirmed, right here on Real Reality Realness. Those are your cousins. Miami bitches. Bad Miami bitches. I love it. Absolutely. Now, how often do you feel differently about a situation that played out during the season after seeing everything else that happened? Like, like how often have you walked away from a moment in a scene feeling like, oh, okay, that was fine, that was cool, we good. And then when the show comes out, you're like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like they, because I'm surprised with the yeah. Um, good or bad? Because at the end of the day, it's like it's something that I I taught myself a learning lesson, so I know better next time. Or it's something I probably was expecting, and it it ain't there, it it ain't given, or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. 
times where I've been right in front of the camera, dead in front of the camera, and that either is not shown or I'm cut off somewhere. Um, scenes with the reality show so far, show that like I felt was gonna be in there, then I didn't. It happens, but um, at the end of the day, it's still positive because it teaches me for next time. I know what to do next time. If um, absolutely, but yeah, if if it positive wise though, uh, every every single thing, every time I step out there, no matter if it's music modeling or acting, like it's a lesson has been learned. That's how you grow. Yeah. Hey. Now, when it comes to your castmates, what percentage of your castmates would you say are your actual friends in real life, and what percentage would you say are just your coworkers? Um, half. <laughs> half. Um, let's see. Brandon and Phil are my bestest friends on the show. And my best friends. Uh, I love DJ. He's all he's amazing. Um, Sunny and Ebony, they're amazing. But I mean, we we don't talk as much, but we we have a great friendship because of the show. Um, but Brandon, Phil, and DJ are the main ones that I can talk to. This. Nice. Is there a dynamic? that you prefer? Do you prefer going through reality television with people who you call your friends? Or do you prefer to just, you know, show up, clock in, do your job and go home? Um, no, I, I would like to make friends while I work. I'll do it with my friends. Um, I will. Uh, my, I have a couple friends that is really interested in doing what I'm doing with my biggest supporters. So, hey, come on, let's, let's go. I'll, um, the more projects I do, you're gonna meet more people. So, you know, make friends with them. If people are really genuine and they real, don't come around that fake shit. <laughs> but right. um, <laughs> if, if they if they were honey and shit, I, I'm always down to make friends. My, my, my real best friends, they hate how friendly I am. <laughs> but it's like, it just, that's just how it is. Like, you gotta be nice. Like, you, you're not gonna get nowhere in life being mean and stand to yourself. Like, get out there, enjoy life, meet new people. You ain't lying. I'm telling you. But I'm saying that as somebody who's a recluse that don't have no friends, that don't hang with nobody, <laughs> whose circle is the size of a period. So Yeah, you made a friend of me. Look. Now, See, this is why <laughs> this is why I do this podcast because I ain't I, I don't have no damn friends. So I'm like, well, I'll just have conversations and then maybe I'll develop friendships as a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I think I'm a nice person. I'm just socially awkward. Ain't nothing wrong with being socially awkward. Look, it's just that look. This is me. I'm standoffish. I'm nonchalant. Do you, but I'm gonna stand over here while you do you. But you ain't gotta worry about it because you got people who are just like you, like myself. But I still like to get out there and have some fun. We only got one life to live. So come on. We can be socially awkward sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta get the fuck out. With you, because I'm the person that be in the middle of the dance floor in their own bubble by themselves, having a good old time by themselves in the club. Like, I'm that person. 
Like, but I'm not the person that like come with a group of friends. I don't show up and like meet people at the club. I don't be in the club talking to people. I, I, I literally be in the club in my own bubble by myself. And people think I'm so weird for doing that. I'm like, what do you, what, 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 like, ain't nothing wrong with going out by yourself sometimes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't care what nobody say. But as far like, as y'all just need to be glad I'm out here, shit. Thank you. True, but at the same time, shit, I, I, I don't need a whole group of people. I don't need a whole entourage. I got my two, three bitches with me. That's all I need. I'm gonna turn up just like that. Everybody want, me, everybody want to be in no, sections and shit. People, all those sections. We don't want to do, I don't feel like doing all this. Okay. Yeah. That's how shit gets started. Thank you, Dean. Go to the door I get home. Now, what has been the hardest thing for you to film over your course of on the show? You tell me the hardest thing to film? Mm-hmm. What's been the hardest thing for you to film doing on the way up Atlanta? Um, I really, I would say my my story, my fiance. Um, mm-hmm. but I knew it was necessary for the simple fact that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even gotten this far. So he was he was definitely right by my side. He was definitely my biggest supporter. So telling that to and letting people know, like, hey. If it wasn't for him rooting for me the way he was, supporting me the way he was, I would not have gotten this far. And I'm going to continue in his honor. Facts. Mm, my condolences. It's okay. Hey. Thank you. That is so hard. Whew. How do you cope with something like that just in regular life? Because I've dealt with loss, not of a loved well, not of a loved one recently, but uh, but how do you deal with that just in your regular life and then how did you deal with that being on camera like what was what helped you get through that I feel like he right here you know what I'm saying like I know he ain't physically here I mean you know what I mean but I feel of like course. he's right here and so it's like he's constantly in my ear when I'm feeling down it's like I'm being lifted right back up for instance I feel like okay I'm, I I feel like quitting now I know the door opens but I feel it's nobody but God in him. Like, like it just keeps me going. Then I also see my children. Like, I'm doing this for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my kids to have a better life than I did. Like, I, I, I'm grinding hard for y'all. In his honor. So that's what really keeps me going. And on top of that, I love this shit. <laughs> I love it. I'm living, I'm living the life I always wanted to live. I'm tasting the dreams I always wanted to have. And it's amazing. And it's only going to get better and better. What's the number one thing you want your children to take from your story? To never give up. Keep pushing through. Mommy's very independent. Mommy's making all this happen by herself. You, Whatever you want to be in life, go do it. Don't let nobody stop you. Everybody is unique in their own way. And what, all that all that matters is what's yours. What's your unique talent? Go go for it. Absolutely. What do you think is the most fulfilling thing for you to film since you've been on 
since you've been on on the way up? Definitely my journey uh, with music and modeling and stuff. Um, y'all getting the piece of uh, some of the stuff I've done. Um, y'all seeing everything I have to go through. It's that's the, that would really say why it, it showed people that I am hella determined. That this is I'm hella passionate. I'm hardworking. Y'all will get to see that. Because, again, I do not live in Atlanta. I'm just always fucking here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here. I ain't from here. I'm just here. (laughs) I just pop out. (laughs) I love that. Now, how do you think your show, On the Way Up, stands apart from the rest of the shows in this web reality space? You know what? Um, there's Chasing Atlanta. I love Chasing Atlanta. I watched that. One thing about Chasing Love. Atlanta is, yes, everybody is doing them. Everybody is, you know, following their dreams. There's more drama on that one. Mm-hmm. There's more drama. Don't get me wrong. That drama is going to bring them views, baby. They, they, they <laughs> really is. But it's like, since On Way Up is my first reality show, I want to get my feet wet. I want to, I want to see what I'm dealing with. And on top of that, only on Atlanta don't have as much drama because everybody is a group of individuals that's really serious about their shit. Nice. Everybody is, is, is being 100. This is nothing for camera. Like, everybody, we're just there. The, cam- the camera's there. We're there, but, you know, but it's like everybody's really focused on the their lives. I'm drama in there. Stay tuned. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> but like we don't we don't have as much as other reality shows here in Atlanta, and I think people really respect that. They really like that because they see they see people actually out here grinding, and that's one reason why I I was like okay yeah, I'm gonna go with this show. I'm gonna go do something. I'm, I'm see what it's about. I'm get my feet wet. Now I'm able to step out in other shows, and and you know show who I am and give them the real. Now I know what to expect. So, do you think that the person the audience is receiving from the show is the person that you set out to present? I'm sorry, you said what? Basically, do you think that the audience, who the person the audience is receiving from the show, do you think that they're getting the real you from the show? Um, yes, they're, gonna, they're, they're getting the real me. But the thing about it is, people in this world, they like some trolls. They're going to they gonna find any little thing to nitpick about. They probably don't think I'm being authentic or whatever, but hey, that's on y'all. I, I'm not, I don't have to please you trolls. I don't have to explain myself to y'all. <laughs> I know, Thanks. I know what's up. Thanks. What has reality television taught you about people? There's a lot of different people out there. <laughs> so many different personalities. So you many. use the word different so specifically. <laughs> that word different hit so different the way you said it just now. I love it's, that. There's many, many personalities out here. And it's just like, whoa. Now again, I'm, a, I'm from the country. I'm, I'm from a small little, little town in, in Arkansas. Right. It's definitely different. Definitely, definitely. It's a whole nother room, a whole nother. It's, but I love it though. I love it. 
and I love everyone that I've met so far. Very nice. What do you think you've learned about yourself from doing reality TV versus just watching it? Um, I've learned to stand out, but to stand out in a good way. Because a lot of a lot of reality stars that I look up to, um, I'm not gonna necessarily say they had a lot of drama, but what it about them, they were themselves and they stood out. So I wanna I wanna continue doing that. Okay. I wanna continue being me and stand out. Okay. And keep you one hundred. And keep you one hundred. <clears throat> I, I don't I can be on that messy shit. I ain't, I ain't with that messy shit. Like, I'm gonna keep you 100. And, and if I need to hand, handle some shit, then I'm gonna just handle some shit. But that's about it. I love that. Do you think you found yourself yet? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It seems right. like ever since, ever since I started <clears throat> with the reality show, it's like more and more stuff is coming. More, more doors are opening. More more people are tuned in I've gained more followers this, this, this is this is where I'm at and I want to continue I definitely want to continue what does the person you found today tell your younger self that first decided to do music say the person that wrote stay with me what do you tell that girl to stop hiding Stop hiding. That was my problem. Like I, I was scared to like show the world what I'm capable of. It's like, nah, stop hiding. Get better and better, and show and show who you really are, and, and show off your talents, show off your beauty. Especially being a big girl. Like I, am, I don't really consider myself too big. Now I lost a lot of weight. I lost a lot of weight last year. You keep so saying I'm that, and I'm like, what am I missing? I'm like, what? But, um, okay, but I still consider myself. <laughs> I still consider myself a BBW. You know what I'm saying? I still got some some thick things. <laughs> <laughs> got it. But it's like years ago, BBWs wasn't as popular. So it's like now, now we're gonna show off. I'm gonna show off. It's y'all season, chill. Take it and make it a year. Take it and make it a lifetime. Because it always it. has been, child. They just caught up on Instagram. That's all that is. They just caught up on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. How do you want to be remembered? The girl with the smile. The girl with the smile. Like, one thing about it, no matter what, I'm always smiling. There's Garcelle Bouvet in there, too. You have a very famous face. I love that for you. Oh, look, we we on our way to the top, baby. We there. Oh, thank you, Rose.
My apologies. My other phone got too hot and it shut down. I'm sorry, Cheryl. You are fine. But hey, look, I gotta um skedaddle. I gotta get ready for this music video. I finish up. Um, I love you. I really appreciate everything you've done. You're amazing. King Shining Queen. I love it. Absolutely. That was my last question. I was just about to let you go before we um, j- jump off of here. Just tell the people where they can find you, where they can follow you, what's next, when new music is dropping, all the things of the things. You can find me on Nebraska underscore DP on IG. Um, you can find me at Nebraska DP on all platforms, Nebraska Doll Pound on Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Um, new music dropping this month. Uh, Different Breed EP dropping soon. Stay tuned. And just be great. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. I will not hold you up. I appreciate you. Good luck on your performance tonight. Happy birthday. Congratulations on everything. Keep prospering. Keep being booked. Keep being blessed. Keep smiling. You are amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Turn up. Today is amazing. Yes, ma'am. Turn up for me, and I will talk to you soon. Yes, God. Bye, babe. All right, you guys. That has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in. I want to extend a very, very special thank you to my guest, Nebraska DP, for coming on and telling me her amazing story. We had such a great conversation. I want to remind every single one of you guys to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Misbehave yourselves. Peace.